0: Welcome, everybody, to Build Your Own Funnel. This is the podcast where we, inbound marketers, teach you, remodelers, how to build your own marketing and sales funnel. On this podcast, we are not shy about diving into the weeds and giving concrete examples of campaigns that we have seen and run that have worked, boosting sales for remodelers like yourself. I am Alekai price Builder Funnel's inbound marketing consultant. Today, I am joined by... Builder Funnel President and co-host Danielle Russell, and our consulting specialist, and and our consulting specialist and DJ, who, God, he just can't wait his turn. Matt Ehrlich. Today we are talking about top of the funnel content. What is it? Why you should use it? Um. And I'm gonna give a couple specific examples of of how well I've seen it work for some of my clients. Spoiler alert, um, usually a top of the funnel blog is the best performing blog on every modeler website. Yeah, I know, ridiculous, right? But before we get into that, let's talk about uh, what we're drinking today. What are we drinking today? Danielle, what are you drinking?
1: Yeah, I'm actually just drinking some Dunkin' Donuts. Home brew coffee they're just dunkin now they rebranded it's just dunkin coffee
2: didn't that happen yeah, five years ago
1: i don't know um it was, it was so do i look recent, like i go like... out much matt um but <laughs> i have a, a really nice like organic chocolate chip oat milk creamer so i know i always
0: tease you for mm. stuff like that mel but
1: it's fantastic it makes everything amazing. taste really good yeah i know yeah yeah
0: matt, matt what are you drinking
2: uh, I have a regular plain old Stop and Shop coffee. Ugh. No, yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's not great. I just, I don't know. I feel guilty going out and buying coffee when I could just make it myself. But like, God, it's just, I don't know. I don't know why, but home coffee never tastes as good as like getting coffee somewhere else.
0: No, it doesn't. You got to pay the professionals to
2: do it. Do it right. A 14-year-old boy to make me a cup of coffee at a Dunkin' Donuts. He can't be 14. That's not... You get the idea.
1: Depends what state.
2: Yeah, it
0: depends what state. That's a good point, yeah.
2: That's actually... You can drive. As soon as you can drive, you can work a Dunkin' Donuts
0: coffee machine. I swear, I've had a Frappuccino served to me by like an eight-year-old once. Good. Maybe that was... Capitalism at work, man. I don't know. I love that. This
1: is what inflation is doing to all of us.
0: Today, I am drinking, um, actually, yeah, I'll just mention it. On On the day that we're recording this podcast, uh, it's my birthday. I'm turning <laughs> turning a, 103. Um, so this, you can't see it. It's just a clear liquid in a bottle. It's just vodka. I'm just drinking straight <laughs> up vodka. Uh,
2: that's, that's a lot cool. funnier if you know, Mal. <laughs> Jenny, what's so, the the HR, like what's the email for HR? Oh, sorry, Matt. I didn't mean to interrupt. Just keep going.
0: (laughs) So uh, builder funnel bunny week is officially over no more bunny puns. Unfortunately, we're just completely serious now. No, no jokes anymore. It's all boring. It's just numbers and stuff from here on out. So hopefully that's okay with you guys. However, we are still going to give you a free book if you leave us a review. So if you leave us a review for this podcast on whichever platform it is that you're listening to it on, Danielle will send you personally this book, which you're not going to be able to see if you're just listening to it. But Danielle, what is this book? Can you please describe it?
1: Absolutely. This is the Remodeler Marketing Blueprint, How to Attract Quality Leads, Increase Sales, and Dominate Your Competition by Spencer Powell. Spencer is our CEO here at Builder Funnel. And been in the business for over 12 years and making some some big gains for our clients and for us. So he's just basically giving away all of the strategies and tactics that we use here at Builder Funnel to help our clients grow their remodeling businesses.
0: Yeah, soon enough if enough people read this book, we are going to go completely out of business. So uh yeah, I don't know That's why you goal. wouldn't right. I I don't know why you wouldn't take this free book. Um but anyway, um. So yeah, we're talking about top of the funnel content today. Um, Matt, I'm going to force you to do something other than just distract us with these digital sounds. Matt, can you tell us what top of the funnel content is?
2: Top of the funnel content is content that's designed to entice someone that is maybe doesn't know they're in the market or they are potentially someone that could turn into a lead, but they're not. Currently, I guess if you think about it in the funnel, they're not going down the slide yet. They're at the top kind of looking in interested, but they're not fully committed yet.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. Let's talk about the funnel a little bit more because this might be unfamiliar to some of our listeners. So top of the funnel implies that there's a middle of the funnel and a bottom of the funnel. So what is the funnel? The funnel represents, it, it really does represent a funnel shape where the top is where you're bringing in, you're you're casting as wide of a net as possible. And then as people kind of move down through their buyer's journey, you're going to get less and less of them. And that's why the funnel kind of closes in and becomes smaller. But those people toward the bottom are more qualified. And then the very bottom bottom is where you actually have your clients, it, that's where you actually have your your projects. That's, that's where the important people are. So anyway, the point being the top of the funnel is where you're casting the widest net. Um, and then we get more and more specific as you move down the funnel. Middle of the funnel is where we start talking about things like cost. Um, we're moving away from just talking about like design trends or like, I don't know, best country clubs. We'll, we'll talk more about top of the funnel content uh, ideas after this. Middle of the funnel, we're talking a bit more about cost. Bottom of the funnel, we're talking more about the specifics of like, these are the what are the things that I need to get done in order to make this remodel happen? Who am I going to do it with? Uh, what are the things that I need to pay attention to when remodeling in whatever my specific area is, whether it be like Houston or New York? depending on where you are, you might have specifics uh, as to how you should remodel, particularly with uh, historic homes. But I digress. The point being, we're talking about top of the funnel content. Why don't we give a couple examples of top of the funnel content? We'll just kind of we'll popcorn around. I'm going to say one, Danielle, you say one, Matt, you say one. We'll keep going for a little bit. If I have a client in Florida, I might write a top-of-the-funnel piece of content about the best lakes to go swimming in.
1: If I have a client in Westchester, Pennsylvania, where I currently reside, I might write about the best neighborhoods and school districts to raise a family.
2: If I had a client on Long Island with me, I would say, like, best, you know i guess beaches or maybe local parks something like that
0: yep um if i have a client in hell i might write a blog about the most scenic uh kind of brimstone overviews to to look at uh, while you watch all of the should we cut this out this was this no, I was love a it. bad idea i wanted to joke. really want to see where you're
1: going with it
0: i don't really know where i was going with that
1: happy birthday mal <laughs> This Happy is a time to, to
0: celebrate.
2: <laughs> Weird that you went to hell. <laughs> is that what hell sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway. There's a the hell me.
1: Michigan. I thought you were going to like do a play on like funny named cities. And then we were all going to like jump in with our next one. But That's Wait, way
2: they're... too smart for Mal. Wait, you he's good at music there. and that's about it.
0: Yeah, that's about it. I, I, I'm not even qualified to be on this podcast. Honestly. So let's talk more about top-of-the-funnel content. Um, the best is that,
2: that none of this is going to get
0: caught. So I think the the whenever I'm talking to one of uh, my own clients about pitching a top-of-the-funnel blog, or rather, I shouldn't say whenever, but the first time that we're talking about it, say that I'm talking to a client in Florida, and I say, hey, I want to write a blog about the best uh, springs and lakes in Florida The immediate reaction that I get, which makes sense, it's probably the reaction that our listeners are having right now, if they're not initiated with inbound content as much, is um, we're remodelers. Why the hell are we writing about lakes and springs? We want to write about remodeling. Like, this has nothing to do with us. But the goal is that you're casting a wide net. You're trying to get people to visit your website who might not even necessarily know that they want to remodel yet. Um, but they're more likely to be qualified because we know that they're in your area. And because that we know, because we know that the buyer's journey for remodeling is so long, sometimes it's a couple years. Uh, I mean, you can be happy if it's as short as a month, but that's rare, because we know that it's so long. We want to familiarize readers with your brand as soon as possible. And if they know you as that website that says all of the cool things about their area that they visit to actually get value for, I don't know, it could be a family trip. Uh, you could write blogs about like local staycations or things like that. Um, eventually, when they're moving further down the funnel, they already know who you are. In fact, they're probably already on your email list. If you're doing the inbound marketing well, and they're moving further down the funnel toward a remodel. Now, this all sounds a bit obscure still, uh, which is why I actually came with some specific examples. I'm going to share my screen. Uh, Most of you guys listening are not going to be able to see it. But for reference, uh, I have three different clients here. We're looking inside HubSpot, which is our favorite uh, CMS. Yep, we love HubSpot around here um this client right here how much does an acre of land cost in texas this I would, I would qualify as kind of maybe top slash middle of the funnel but uh this this blog alone has eighty thousand views um, which yeah is is immensely greater than most of their other blogs it's what i like to call a breadwinner blog most of our clients have something like this where it's one blog that just hits it just right in the Google algorithm that it takes off and it ends up being your number one source of organic traffic. Better yet, though, if we look down, uh, their second best performing blog for this client in Houston is about private country clubs. This has nothing to do with remodeling. However, when I look at a lot of their recent customers in HubSpot, I can see that they've read, a, they read uh the land cost blog and a lot of them even came in on the best private country clubs blog before eventually converting down moving down the funnel and turning into an actual remodeling project if you are watching on video you can see that the next two blogs are about cost how much does it cost to build a custom home in houston how much does it cost to hire an architect in houston um especially with the first one uh this actually uh, spoiler will be something that we talk about more in depth on a future episode, but cost talking about cost, it might seem a little scary, but this is a preemptive proof that it is important as well. Let's move to a different client. Uh, so for this client, we have uh, more stuff about cost as the first couple blogs, but we have even things like in-law suite ideas. Popular bathroom vanity colors. Um, and let me see. I know I have a very top of the funnel blog that I can use here. Cabinet trends. That's further up the funnel. Do do do. Poor Danielle and Matt. They're watching just a pinwheel on my screen right now while it loads more blogs.
1: This is half my day anyway.
0: Watching Mal like pinwheel or yourself? Not is internet.
1: Things loading. Oh.
0: Okay, and then best restaurants in Union County. I think this is one of the ones that I was actually looking for here. Uh, best restaurants in Union County, best restaurants in Somerset County. Uh, if you're living in a densely populated enough area, you could probably write a best restaurants blog about a couple different counties that you work in, assuming that it's backed by keyword research. We'll talk about keyword research in a moment here. And then my last example Uh, I already kind of spoiled this one, but I have a client whose top blog is Best Springs, Rivers, and Lakes near Gainesville, Florida. Um, So again, super top of the funnel stuff. We can even see from what we're looking at in HubSpot right now that uh, they actually had a contact, a lead, convert from this blog specifically. Which means that they didn't even uh, look at other other things on the website before converting. They just converted right on this blog. So anyway, those are a couple examples. We have a million more, but the point being often the best performing, or at least some of the best performing blogs that our clients have are top of the funnel stuff that might not even seem super related to remodeling. Danny, ask me some questions. Yeah, I
1: wanna pause there for a second and really talk about When we say best performing what in particular we're referencing here because if it's a top of the funnel topic then it is most likely by best performing what we mean by that is it is driving the most organic traffic to your website it might not be converting the most qualified leads in that one visit mal luckily did have a client where that happened but this is the blog that is really getting people introduced to your brand. You're starting to build trust and a relationship. Um, this is for people who are probably, uh, they live in the area, like Mel said earlier, they're searching for things to do in the area and you're answering their questions. So they're already just starting to trust you and know and like you, that classic, know, like, trust and That's why we always recommend starting with some really top-of-the-funnel topics to start to increase website traffic, and that's just a good inbound marketing methodology, a good way to start to rank your entire website and kind of have a domino effect as well. So, Mal, real quick, uh, in terms of the actual strategy behind this, uh, we talked about how the strategy is to increase organic traffic to your website, particularly to that blog. Uh, mm-hmm. What are some of the top tactics that you recommend our dear listeners actually implement to to build towards the strategy?
0: Yep. The best and most important tactic that's going to be relevant here is keyword research. Uh, this is a phrase that I think a lot of people are afraid of. Um, if you're writing a blog. Did you say and- afraid of? Thanks, Matt. Yeah, that would have been helpful on the right on time. Queue. Mm-hmm. Right on time. Okay. Um, what the hell was I talking about? It, <laughs> is this keyword why research. he's on the show to distract me? Okay. Uh, keyword research. Yes. If you're writing blogs and they're not backed by keyword research, it's kind of like throwing darts at a dartboard blindfolded. Like, yeah, you might hit the you might hit the dartboard every once in a while, but it's a matter of chance at that point. If you have keyword research that you know you want to target, that's how you take the blindfold off. That's how you actually see the target that you're aiming for when you're writing a blog. So for example, um, if you are located on Long Island and you want to write a top of the funnel blog, try to think of what's the most... What what are the things about Long Island that people are looking up? What are the locals looking up lists of that they want to learn more about? How to leave Long Island. What the hell Long do people Island. do? Okay, yeah, I was about to ask. <laughs> Why don't we give a, a better example, Matt? What the hell do people do on Long Island? Best beach areas um, or something like that?
2: It's mostly restaurants? just yeah, res- restaurants. Uh, restaurants, beaches, uh, a lot of like especially as you go further out east as you get to the more affluent end of things. It's a lot of, like, uh, you could do tons of keyword research on just, like, stuff to do out there, which is also, like, you know, outdoor things, um, activities to do. They have lots of, like, uh, a lot more of, like, you know, as it gets nicer, I like, a lot more of, like, outdoors type things like concerts, like, stuff like that. There's lots of little parks you can go to. So it's just, it's mostly like outdoorsy stuff.
0: Okay. Okay. So let's use, um, I feel like staycations would be a good example for New York specifically. Yeah. Because you have the Catskills, you have the Adirondacks. Um, and if you're not day from trip. the city, yeah, mm-hmm. if you're not from the city, you might want to take a day trip to the city. So let's say that that's our top of the funnel block. Um, if you are a modeler on Long Island, you want to think of those kinds of things And then you want to do keyword research. So what you would want to do is you would want to, whatever your keyword research tool is. And honestly, I'm not sure that we have time to actually talk in detail about how to do keyword research on this episode. However, we can refer you to, uh, we have an SEO page on the builder funnel website uh, that you can read that explains pretty much every facet of this. Um, But anyway, the point being, Once you know what topic you want to do generally, you can go online, you can find keywords related to, let's say staycations in New York. And once you find them, that's when you have the ammunition to build. uh, That's when you have the materials, I should say, to build the blog around. So let's say that one keyword is best staycation destinations in New York. Once you have that keyword, now you can start building a blog. Maybe that's the name of the blog. Maybe that's just a phrase that you use throughout the blog when relevant. Anyway, that's a rough overview as to how you would use keyword research. Thank you. So again, you would wanna make sure that you have the keywords first. How long is this audience? It's
1: your birthday. No, we're just celebrating you.
0: I'm just happy you're alive man.
1: Outside the podcast too, you know?
0: Happy birthday. Thanks for giving that (laughs) explanation. (laughs) So that's keyword research. That's why you want to make sure that your blog is backed by keyword research. Otherwise, what's the point? You might be just wasting your time. Once the blog is live, the next most important tactic is promoting it, sharing it everywhere. When we talk about a cohesive marketing strategy, we're talking about one where all of the little things interconnect. We're connecting social media and email to your blog. Once this blog is live, share it on social media, share it with your email list, uh, put it out there so that people are uh, people are reading the damn thing. And then the hope is also that uh, by having people interact with uh, your website more, you're signaling to Google, hey, people enjoy this website, so that uh, that's gonna help you rank better organically in Google as well for that, that same blog. <laughs> So those are the tactics. Uh, Danny, do you think I covered it sufficiently? A couple more
1: tactics that you could use also in thinking about the actual blog. So going back to keyword research, huge to get to rank. And then when someone lands on that blog, you want opportunities for them to convert. So whether that's you have a call to action to download a cost guide, that's our classic. Um, But there are several other kinds of even more like top of the funnel oriented downloads if you're just trying to get their email address, right, which is like the crux of inbound marketing, so that we can stay in front of them all the time. Um, So you could have like an area activities guide. We've done stuff like that in the past, or like best neighborhoods. Um, If you're a custom home builder, it can be more geared towards the neighborhoods in particular where you're building. Um, And uh, just making sure you have a relevant call to action for someone who might be ready to take a next step And maybe even a form, a little pop-up form always performs well on top of the funnel content for anyone who does land. And they're like, oh, wow, this is perfect because I am looking for a staycation and I am also remodeling. So just making sure that the page is built to convert and to rank would be a tactic.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I find often, like what you're saying, that it, it, it's a kind of more stress-free conversion opportunity is what you're looking for. For example, one that I've found to work pretty well is if it's a super top of the funnel blog, top restaurants, we'll say, um, then it might be good for your CTA, your call to action on your blog. Maybe it's just something like, hey, check out this project that we did check out this mm, remodeling yeah. project It's like, cool great exactly one. Mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. again the the people reading might not even totally they might not totally be planning a remodel yet but if they see how beautiful your work is then they're like okay i want to at least be on this email list maybe and then they're open to you nurturing them and moving them down the funnel <laughs> So I think that just about covers it, right, Danielle? I think so. Um, a really
1: a cool thing that I heard Spencer say recently on a webinar, probably a couple of months ago, is think of the whole funnel plus um, actual like people who are ready to buy today. That's one hundred percent. The funnel that inbound marketing is focusing on is the ninety six percent of like it's more of a blue ocean we're not fighting to convert leads today. So that's part of why top of the funnel content is so important is that you're increasing the mouth of that funnel. So there's even more blue ocean for you to be doggy paddling around in and more people are swimming in this blue ocean in that 96% than the 4% who are ready to buy today. So, just another reason to write some of this top of the funnel content and also just really wanted to mention that when we're saying like best restaurants in the area think of your target audience like we're not saying right about Mm -hmm. mcdonald's as being like a top restaurant in the area right like you're going for a local high end, yeah but like somewhere if your target audience is um they're not we always hear this cost you know here's remodel rebecca cost isn't a concern for our ideal client um so what restaurants are they going to write about those restaurants the ones that your audience wants to go to um same argument for the neighborhoods and school districts blog top of the funnel blog same Mm -hmm. argument for country clubs and golf courses right these we're trying to target top of the funnel topics but making sure that we're including your target audience because it's people with expendable income who don't plan on moving anytime soon. They're invested in their home, they want to increase the value of their home. So, where what are they doing outside of just thinking about remodeling because that's maybe 0.5% of their time. Even if they're actively looking up how to remodel their home, right? They're also going on Vacations, they're visiting the lake, they are eating at nice restaurants and entertaining guests, um, making sure that their kitchen cabinets look nice. All of these top of the funnel topics that we talked about are things that your target audience is looking up when they're not looking up remodeling also. So just keep in mind who you're writing to.
0: I'm really, I'm actually, I'm really glad that you brought this up because... One of the main one of the main pain points that we notice from remodeler Mon and excuse me remodeler Ron and remodeler Rebecca, yeah thanks Matt is that our leads aren't qualified and the number one reason that I hear for leads not being qualified is they don't have enough money. So write stuff, write content catering to the people that have money. Yeah, gatekeep
2: Uh, gatekeep your services. Make sure that the only people seeing the services are like would like you know. I don't know. It just makes sense from the standpoint of like, if you do a little research,
0: it goes a long way. A couple fun examples of this recently too, are that, um, I was working internally with a teammate on finding keyword research for a blog about best restaurants. And we found that in addition to having keywords about best restaurants in this area, we were able to find things like best dining experiences or Mm -hmm. best, best, uh, I think one of them was even like michelin star restaurants uh th- this was like a pretty big city that we were looking in so we were like oh that's even that's even better than uh just writing about best restaurants because we're catering more to the audience th- this was a luxury remodeler that we were looking for <laughs> so we were mm-hmm. more catering to their audience here not to mention that if you're writing a blog about like best school districts in the area uh and you're looking for a kind of more clientele on the luxury end you probably want to write about best private schools or even boarding schools whatever it may be um so yeah i'm glad you brought that up danielle uh you want the top of the funnel content is your chance to be specific to the people that you're looking for to get them in your funnel
1: yeah i mean you're writing about uh wine tasting in the area best craft breweries Um, yoga studios and here's a really a fantastic one sorry I know we can wrap after this fantastic one that really ties into bringing people down the funnel also is um, boutique local furniture shops Hmm. because people who are considering remodeling or buying a custom home are probably also thinking about upgrading their furniture to fit the new (laughs) space and are probably more likely to be shopping at local boutique shops uh, boutique being a keyword, did the keyword research, um, as opposed to like looking online on IKEA, right? So knowing your audience, knowing how they shop, and talking about that, and uh, maybe they're not remodeling today, maybe it is in two years, but they're looking, they're out there.
0: Yep, there is top of the the funnel content that is still relevant to remodeling, such as don't like- ever talk smack about IKEA again. <laughs>
1: I'm sitting at my Ikea desk in my Ikea chair. Yeah, the, the call I am comes not the target audience of most house. design builder modelers.
0: That's who you least expected.
1: But one day I will be. So start yeah. marketing to me.
0: And you might also be looking up things like interior design trends. And even though that's a top of the funnel piece of content, that's relevant to remodeling down the line, really. So I hope that you have a lot of, good takeaways from this on how to create your own top of the funnel content. Again, if you want to learn more about keyword research, I will refer you to our website. You can find our SEO page telling you everything you need to know about SEO. But um, yeah, Matt, cue the music. Uh, We're going to wrap this one up. Again, remember to uh, if you want to leave us a review, you can do so and you will get a free book. So why wouldn't you do it. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.